I V M. Here's your smart fact of the day. Studies have been found that 80% of an individual's life is consumed by emotions, while the other 20% is intellect. Now, what does that essentially mean? It essentially means that we are driven by emotions and not by logic and rationality as much as we think. So, why don't we consider our emotions as an integral part of whatever work we do, whether it's a business venture that we start? or whether it's our job or whether it's a simple project that we actually consider doing that is what i think is the emotional side of things and in this episode of smarter with said what i'm trying to figure out by using an example in the sustainable fashion sector as to what the emotional cost of a business model is and how do we actually account for that and is there a way in which we can make a better business model by considering emotions so let's go i think the context for this particular episode is that whenever we are looking at business models we are looking at all the wonderful value proposition that we are doing or the you know customers that we are going to get or the way in which we are going to get those customers and so on and so forth we hardly ever consider the emotions associated in doing that venture so we suddenly put on our rational thinking minds and i have done it i have been guilty and i have probably if you started your venture you would notice that you start thinking differently when it comes to you know doing a business so you get so enamored by an idea you get so enamored by a cause or a movement and then you just put a lot of stuff which makes sense which makes logical and rational sense and then you start putting things together just to make sure that you know it it all makes sense on paper but when you start executing that business you realize that there are emotions involved in executing this business or work or career or you know projects whatever it may be and then you realize that the emotional cost of running that particular business model is incredibly high and it just drains you and that is a very common phenomenon that we've experienced and is there a way out of it right so first the example that i was talking about the sustainability example now there are many things that are happening in the fashion industry but a couple of things that come to mind is one is fast fashion which zara and h&m and you know shein are all uh, famous for or infamous for and then there's the sustainable side of things which is get the source materials correctly ensure that labor is adequately paid and make sure that the process of doing fashionable uh, garments and and shoes and whatever it may be is done ethically morally and and the rest of it and obviously a lot of us are going more towards the sustainable side of things although i must maintain that fast fashion is very useful for people who want to look good but um, don't want to spend too much money in it i only think fast fashion is not very good when people are showing off about their hauls on you know instagram or something and and show off the fact that they bought so much of stuff which is like for this much money i think that is a waste of time and effort and and just a waste of life to be honest but if i look at fast fashion economics wise it makes sense but on the other hand slow fashion and sustainability are something that are connected to emotionality because the person who's actually doing the sort of business that way when you're sourcing environmentally friendly things and all of that clearly people want to do it in a specific way in order to ensure that you know they're not 
creating a carbon footprint or they're not you know doing any stupid things that will make people slaves in some other side of the world and the rest of it and that drives up the cost of the said item that you're trying to sell well that is not necessarily bad because obviously there will be people who will buy it of you because they believe in the movement that you believe in there is something which is connected to the process of doing things the way in which you're doing it which will make sure that you can't scale so that's why you see a lot of businesses in the sustainable or slow fashion sector which don't grow beyond a point you'll always see that small shop around the corner uh, which is doing this and it always seems to be struggling you know it can't scale it can't put put out a mcdonald's like chain and maybe it's not supposed to do that but it is because the person who's in charge of that shop cannot find a process that is scalable and one of the biggest problems about not finding a process that is scalable is the fact that there is so much of emotional investment in the process that uh, you know the proprietor has got now you might think this is an example only for the fashion or the sustainable slow fashion sector you have to think again think of the professor who uh, was teaching his live class you know in in a lecture room or something like that who suddenly finds that he or she can't do this on online environment or think of the stage actor right who's suddenly going towards films and suddenly finds that he needs or she needs that live interaction with with the audience or think of somebody who's moving from advertising to designing user experiences suddenly you realize that the sustainability angle of the fashion sector is replicated over here in other sectors in different guises but it's essentially the emotional costs of doing a particular venture or business in a specific way so it's as if we are not only married to the end results of delivering that lecture but we are also married about delivering that lecture in a particular way that makes you know that floats our boat now is there something wrong with this i don't think there is anything inherently wrong with it but i think we don't recognize it and a lot of times when we say yeah i'm a teacher or i'm a designer or i'm a fashion store owner we kind of don't say that we are also committed to the process of doing things now make it even more complicated make it as if you are doing your job in a corporate uh, sort of setting with other people and all of you have an emotional way of doing work or emotional way of doing a project and then suddenly you realize oh my god it's actually emotions meeting emotions it's not uh, people are not doing stuff transactionally or rationally and there is an emotional cost of doing business and this is where i think most of us get it wrong if you want to set up a business which you're trying to scale up you better understand how to get your own emotions out of the way if you want to do a business which is niche and which satisfies your soul then maybe doing it with the right emotions is the only way to go if you're doing work as a tribe in a corporate uh, land and you think that you know other people don't have anything else but your own set of emotions towards a particular project well think again people do work for different reasons so how do you figure out your path ahead whether you're an entrepreneur or whether you're a corporate worker or whether you know you're just doing a project with friends i think the core aspect is to understand the emotional costs of doing the business so which means understanding the emotions that you're investing and understanding that okay i need to feel this way when i'm doing the work that is involved and how does the other person feel you know about this 
And when you actually put in the emotional cost, you'll understand that processes that may be simplified are actually complicated because emotions take them some other ways. So you are going to source from this supplier, you are going to have this relationship with this person when you're working. All of them make a difference. And when we actually figure out the true cost of doing business, then we will be surprised as to you know how it can be changed or how it has to remain the same. I think it is a matter of personal identity, the way in which you look at yourself. Okay, So if you were an entrepreneur who also happens to be a teacher, then you would look at the same process differently. If you were a teacher who happens to be an entrepreneur, you would look at the same process differently because emotional costs would be different for each person based upon the way in which you view yourself. Yeah. And so therefore, emotional costs are deeply connected to personal and group identities. And I think it is extremely important for us to be probably more aware of this. And with that awareness, then I hope you like this specific episode of Smarter With Said. Many more to come from from where this one came from. If you like me, I'm emotionally sound and stable and I'm the traveling professor on LinkedIn and Instagram. Well, most of the times. And hey, if you love podcasts like these, do like and subscribe to this one. And also check out all the wonderful stuff that IBM's got for you. On that happy note then, 